When Seth MacFarlane leaned into the microphone to make a special announcement during San Diego Comic-Con 2019, a lot of fans knew something was coming. Social media had been abuzz all morning. Seth was going to announce something big, and we all know that big news is almost always good news. Speculation spread across the internet like wildfire. The Orville is getting a season four, some said. Others replied with, how about four, five, and six? Others excitedly reported that a movie deal was being announced, and some even fantasized that Alara was returning to the show. No, that's not it. No, just drop it, okay? So when Seth announced the Orville was moving from Fox to Hulu for season three, the fandom's house party record scratched, and the music suddenly stopped as a moment of confused silence slammed into Orville fans as they tried to process the information and what it might mean. The initial response was fractured with uncertainty, but as the cloud of confusion cleared and the news really sunk in, a large majority of the fan base accepted it and gave Seth their trust, which he'd earned by embracing fans during the first two seasons of the show. Bingo. But there were others who were upset. The Orville was going behind a paywall? To say the show has a large following of Star Trek fans would be an understatement. The Orville has been described as a love letter to Star Trek, although it's carved out its own personality after two very successful seasons. And it's this Star Trek quality that brought droves of fans to the show initially, referring to the Orville as Seth Trek and the Trek we need. Many of those people were also happy to support the Orville after CBS announced all new Star Trek would be available only behind the new CBS All Access paywall. Already disappointed with the new iteration of Star Trek, some fans felt like having to pay for it added insult to injury. And as a result, fans are raising a skeptical eyebrow over moves to streaming services. In just a moment, we are going to show you why the move to Hulu is exactly what was needed for the future success of the Orville, and we'll show you why Hulu is the first streaming service you should pay for if you're paying for any of them. First, we want to thank our sponsor for this video, the Amino app. We recently partnered with Amino and we are really excited about this new way to share stories with you. The Amino app is free and it allows you to search up a variety of communities filled with individuals who share the same interests as we do. If you haven't tried Amino, download it right after watching this video and give it a try. The folks over at Amino recently invited us to share our stories and we're excited to be uploading new content on their platform. Our newest video, the top five Orville episodes and why they are probably your top five episodes too, is available right now. So download the Amino app and search for the Popcast and follow us there so you get that great exclusive content. It's fun, it's short form videos, and you won't want to miss it. So we appreciate you supporting us over on the Amino app. When the news dropped that the Orville was moving to Hulu, most people were concerned with how that would impact their ability to watch the show or how much extra it might cost them for a new streaming service. But most people weren't asking why. Why was the Orville moving to Hulu? If you go back to the second half of the Orville season two, we were all waiting and waiting and waiting for the Orville to get its season three announcement. There was a real fear that after two seasons, we'd already seen as much as we were going to see of the Orville. There was a lot of speculation that Disney's takeover of Fox was the reason, or that the show had poor ratings. But the reality is that behind the scenes, things were very friendly. Fox was happy with the show, and they wanted it renewed for a third season as well. One of the holdups was about ad runtimes. 
We'll show you in a second what this has to do with Hulu. But keep in mind, Tom Constantino, a co-producer, editor, and fan-favorite Twitter follower for The Orville, often described the show's rating as good for a streaming-style show. So even before the move to Hulu, the show was considered a streaming show on network TV. During The Orville's first season, the show operated in a very standard 43 to 44-minute runtime, with ads filling out the rest of the hour. But prior to the fall of 2018 and the Orville's second season, Fox rolled out an advertising concept known as a jazz pod. This, just the A and Z pod of advertising blocks, was designed to decrease the amount of time viewers had to sit through ads. Fox was ahead of the game because, according to IndieWire, network executives across the board were stunned at the huge drop in the number of viewers ages 18 to 34 during primetime broadcasting last fall. The 15% plunge of young viewers was way more than expected, and after conducting surveys, industry experts said the number one complaint was ads. With Fox correctly guessing the market, their jazz pods were put in place to air during Orville broadcasts, giving Seth almost 49 minutes of runtime. The additional four plus minutes of content gave the creative minds behind the Orville a little more time to weave deeper stories and create incredible visual effects. The result was a more in-depth, rich, and meaningful season two. The most important thing you can take away from what's happened with the Orville so far in respect to Fox, Hulu, or even making the show in the first place is that Seth MacFarlane, above all else, wants the Orville to be done right. So when Fox offered this extra time to Seth, he made the most of it, and now it's an Emmy-nominated show. So when the renewal for Season 3 was being negotiated, one of the things Seth wanted was for the Orville to have the same flexibility as it did with Season 2 and the same runtime. The show needed to be done right. In the end, the deal got done, but networks need flexibility in advertising so they can pay to have the shows made. And science fiction shows with heavy visual effects and complicated sets can be much more expensive to make than other genres of shows. Another complicated cog in keeping the Orville on the air was the Disney buyout of Fox. Not that Disney had any nefarious plans for the show, but because the Fox network would become a part of a new entity called the Fox Corporation. This new, smaller Fox is rumored to be relying more heavily on live programming, sports, and news, leaving it with fewer hours of traditional television programming. If this ends up being true, the Orville's move to Hulu just saved the show. Think about it for a second. If Fox is focusing on live programming, sports, and news, why would it do that? Because this model is the only way broadcast television is going to be viable going forward. The wave of cord cutters, people who ditch their cable for online streaming platforms, is growing rapidly. At the end of 2017, there were almost 200 million pay TV cable subscribers. With an estimated 35 million cord cutters at the end of 2018, and an estimated 39 million more in 2019, that 200 million could be cut in half before the end of 2020. And what's the most difficult thing for cable cutters to replace? Live shows, sports, and news. Coincidence? Absolutely not. Advertisers may seem like they throw their money away, but they know when advertising is working and when it's not. The flood of advertising to YouTube and other streaming platforms by the movie, car, and entertainment industries is not a fad. It's a sign of the times. 
People get older, not younger. And that means purchasing power is getting younger. And younger people are moving to streaming. So with the Orville moving to Hulu, it's following the flow of viewership, which is key to the success of any show. If you recall from season two, the Orville's Nielsen ratings was often doubled and even tripled by streaming numbers before the airing of the next show, with the bulk of those views coming from Hulu, which aired both season one and season two of the Orville only hours after its initial broadcast on Fox. And moving with the flow of viewership isn't the only benefit for the show moving to Hulu. While run times are expected to be similar to season two, there is no longer a requirement to stick to a specific length of time. If Seth needs more time to complete an episode that feels short, like say Priya, which many people thought would make a good two-parter, then he can do that. The need to force production into a small window that either fits a fall or mid-season release is no longer required. Season 3 of The Orville is expected to be ready to go by late summer 2020, and they will be able to launch immediately on Hulu instead of waiting until October to air on Fox. Some might argue that the move to Hulu will make the show less available to viewers initially. And while that's true, Fox is still paying for the show to be made, and even if it's on Hulu, the marketing machine will be in full effect. But do you want to know the biggest reason The Orville moving to Hulu is good for the show? Star Trek, Firefly, Stargate, Space Above and Beyond, Alphas, Almost Human, Heroes, Dark Matter. Okay, any science fiction show that was canceled before its time. And what's the number one reason these shows are canceled? Money. Ratings is what you'll usually hear, but the truth is a show can only live as long as it can pay for itself. And an hour of science fiction is usually a lot more expensive than, say, an hour of Grey's Anatomy. So if a 60-minute drama with a potentially large fan following experiences a ratings drop, it might survive because it's cheaper to make. Let's face it, networks and bean counters often put sci-fi series on thin ice and look for reasons to cancel them. But you may be saying, look at Star Trek 1987 to 2005, and what about Stargate 1997 to 2011? Or how about Doctor Who or The X-Files? There are examples of great sci-fi that exceeded ratings and cost, but just looking at these alone, there is no Star Trek The Next Generation without four exceedingly successful Star Trek movies before it. Stargate only made it to air at all because some insane executive at Showtime gave them a guaranteed 44 episodes, and even after that, producers said the show barely paid for itself over the years. Doctor Who is a flagship BBC show, and that network wanted it on air. But unless you were a fan of PBS, you didn't watch it in the United States until sci-fi started airing it in 2007. And as amazing as The X-Files is, it isn't terribly expensive to film David Duchovny tiptoeing through deserted buildings in the dark. For a lot of science fiction shows to make it, there usually requires a bit of luck. Imagine if Lucille Ball hadn't overruled her board of directors there would be no Star Trek. And how many shows did Star Trek inspire? Luck, it turns out, plays a big part in expensive TV shows. And the Orville may have just found its own little piece of luck. Fox and Disney both owned 30% of Hulu. Now that Disney owns Fox, the mouse has controlling interest in Hulu. This means Hulu is a safe place for the Orville. Hulu needs more original content, and because Disney and Fox are footing the bill, that's exactly what the show is now, Hulu original content. This may have been the luck we needed, and perhaps we'll still be talking about the Orville on Hulu a decade from now. 
Now that we've explained why the move to Hulu is good for the show, let us explain why this move is good for you. According to Ranker.com, 12 of the current top 20 TV shows are all behind paywalls on Netflix, Hulu, or HBO. Just take a look at this year's Emmy Awards. In the special effects category, The Orville is the only show that wasn't behind a paywall, which is a testament to what the team was able to produce still on network television. But when you look at the list of Emmy nominations, HBO and Netflix crushed it with 137 nominations and 117 respectively. NBC managed 58 nominations, but Amazon is right there on its heels at 47. Hulu even had a modest 20 Emmy nominations. So if you're not watching a paid streaming service, then you likely don't have access to the best television. But you might say, well, I already have Netflix because I've had it forever, and I have Amazon because there's no other place to shop on the planet. Why should I also pay for Hulu? Well, first off, everyone should own Hulu. Hulu should have to pay us for what we're about to say. But we love the Orville so much, we want you guys to feel good about the move. So here's some free advertising, Hulu. Of all the streaming services, Hulu has the largest selection of current TV. Yes, you can catch old seasons of some shows on Netflix, and you can even buy some current seasons of shows on Amazon, but Hulu provides access to most major network shows, aside from CBS. Don't get us started. And they also provide a handful of cable shows the day after they air. It has a number of original shows, and even has a joint venture with the BBC on programs. I mean, even if you want to watch Voltron Defender of the Universe, it's on Hulu. There are some people out there on rabbit ears and fixed budgets. We get it. The current cost of a Hulu monthly plan is $5.99 per month. And for $11.99 per month, you can get it ad-free. Hulu drops their originals weekly, so this means you would have to come up with a minimum of $23.96 to have a Hulu subscription for four months and watch season three of The Orville each week. We cut our ties with cable a long time ago. We had cable, Netflix, and Amazon. When we turned off our $80 cable bill and added a $12 Hulu bill, we still saved $68 a month. We didn't need local news, so the loss of cable didn't mean much for us. When the Super Bowl comes around or the Emmys, we'll activate Hulu Live TV and pay $44.99 for a month or two. After two years of being cable-free, we've saved almost $1,500 and still get to watch the major live events we want during the year. But we realize getting rid of cable isn't for everyone, so here are a couple of ideas. 44 million households have DVRs on their cable boxes at an average cost of $8.99 per month. Turn in your DVR next year for four months while the Orville is airing and you'll even pocket $3 a month. You'll also find out pretty quickly you don't need a DVR because most shows are already on Hulu. And if you're one of those households without DVR on your cable and you don't want to cut your cable, here's an easy way to pay for four months of Hulu. Okay, grab a kitchen trash bag and hang it out of the way. Every time you finish a can of soda, beer, bottle of water, or anything you pay a recycling fee for at the store, throw it in that trash bag. Fill up four or five of those bags, take it down to the recycling center, and you'll have enough to cover the entire Orville season. Still not convinced? Are you one of those people that said, but we're going to have to start paying for Disney Plus soon too? Yes, we've all heard the news that Disney is going to start recalling all of its content, much to the despair of Netflix. 
which means if you want to keep watching Disney stuff, you will have to subscribe to Disney+. Plus. If that's the case for you, then like The Orville, you just fell into a bit of luck as well. Starting November 12th, you'll be able to get Disney Plus as a bundle with ESPN Plus, and that's right, Hulu, for only $12.99 a month. We can sense that everyone watching this video just started recycling. Yeah, that's what I thought. And last but not least, for all those people that say they already have Netflix or another streaming service that allows for binge-watching original content, if that's the case, great. Subscribe for a month, binge-watch, and then unsubscribe for a month. Do that every month and you'll have plenty of money for a season of The Orville on Hulu. Also, if you're one of those Netflix diehards that won't give it up so they can watch The Office and Friends over and over again, those days are numbered. With Disney content leaving the platform, CBS is doing its own thing, and Fox and ABC are on Hulu, Netflix will be struggling for content here in the future. Disney Plus is going to hurt Netflix. But AT&T, who owns HBO and Warner, is planning its own streaming service in 2020. Not to mention NBC is starting its own streaming service, and they are pulling The Office, which is the most viewed show on Netflix. Still not convinced? Well, unlike Amazon Prime, you can stream two devices simultaneously on Hulu. So until they change the rules, find someone you can share a subscription with. You shouldn't have a hard time finding $3 and change in your couch or car to get your subscription going. Feel free to matchmake in the comments below. I haven't paid for HBO in years, thanks to Brian. And of course, our last ditch suggestion is to pay a visit to a friend who subscribes to Hulu the night the Orville airs. Make an excuse to come over and then park it on the sofa asking for the remote to your friend's smart TV. How do you afford a smart TV? The most important thing we can leave you with is that if you love the Orville and you want to see it come back every year, be there to support it no matter where it's airing. When we think back to the shows we loved that left us too soon, ask yourself this question. Would you pay a little bit to keep it alive so you could keep watching it? I think Stargate fans would. How about Firefly? Once they take our shows, they almost never give them back. So supporting the show while it's airing is the best way to keep it on the air. The Orville has a bright future. Seth MacFarlane and his team will have more creative space than ever before. We are the ones that will keep the fires of fandom lit. Seth, Tom, and the rest of the crew have put their fans first on this journey we're on. That includes Comic-Con, the Orville experience, signing autographs, or interacting with fans on social media. This community is very special and different than many others. Other productions are breaking their arms to pat themselves on the back, forgetting that without the fans to watch, there is no show. But not the Orville. They know the dinner table is set by fans, and they know where their bread is buttered. Now someone pass the cake, corner pieces only. If you enjoy the Orville and other content like this, subscribe and hit the notification bell to get our next video. And of course, if you like this video, smash that like button like Isaac decapitating Kalon. And make sure you share this video with any Mocklin chain-smoking friends. Also, consider supporting our channel at patreon.com slash popcastguys or subscribestar.com slash thepopcast so we can continue bringing you videos that tickle your Orville bone. And until next time, Jaloja, my friends.